This episode is sponsored by A Little Hypnosis. Sometimes it can be hard to be confident and enjoy our little life to the fullest. That is where A Little Hypnosis could be helpful. Hypnotherapy can help you freely use your diapers, reinforce little space, and age regression. My friends over at A Little Hypnosis want to help you, so for a limited time, they're giving Newsy Nook listeners $20 off your first session. Just go to alittlehypnosis.com slash newsybaby to get the discount. That's alittlehypnosis.com slash newsybaby for $20 off your first session. Try A Little Hypnosis, a kink-focused therapeutic approach to the mind. Hello, 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 and welcome to Newsies Nook, a podcast where you can sit and relax while I try not to want my pamps. I am your host, Newsy Baby. This week in Newsies Nook, it's a shorter episode because I'm traveling for Capcom, but don't worry, I sit down with the organizers of Indie Dreamworld to talk about their upcoming age play event. This week in Newsies Nook, if you're looking for your next age play convention, look no further than Indie Dreamworld. Organizers say this year's event is going to be bigger and better than ever, but it all depends on you. I sit down with Nate, one of the organizers, to talk about what he has planned for this year's event. Well, thank you, Nate, for coming to Newsies Nook. Thank you for having me. Of course, so we have Indie Dreamworld coming up this July, July 13th through the 16th. What are you most excited for for this year's Indie Dreamworld? Mostly excited for all the new attractions we've got and for everybody to see this new, much bigger hotel. I mean, last year it was 15,000 square feet, whereas this year it's 40,000 square feet. So with taking that into consideration, your mind's already going to get blown away just seeing how giant this hotel is. And then also seeing the true inner beauty of it and how nice and higher up it is and how there's an Italian restaurant in there and um, a 24-hour actual cafe in there where you can go in and get all sorts of stuff you want and that the fact there'll be a little buffet on Friday night. So it's the possibilities are literally endless when it comes to this hotel and we're just overall excited and we're glad that it's a hotel takeover. And there's a lot more rooms. I know we sold out last year and a lot of people were bummed out they couldn't stay at the host hotel because we had double the attendees from what rooms were available. So we resolved that this year. Last year, we had 100 rooms. This year, we will be having about 300 rooms. It's actually a little more than 300, about 305 rooms to be exact. Got it. So what I'm hearing is you're just most excited that the hotel is is bigger and it can, it can accommodate more people and you can have more programming too? That, that's exactly correct, yes. And with having all the new attractions, because this year's theme is three times the size, bigger and better, and I'm confident that that's exactly what we're going to be accomplishing more than what we've already had with just the initial planning and investment stages of where we're currently at right now. So um, like right now, we are currently in the process of getting our uh, sock skating rink uh, ordered. So that way then it can be delivered here in the next coming weeks. Um, and then we are in the process of actively building out the pool noodle forest, which I'm extremely excited because I'm building that with my own two hands. and Seeing how well it's coming along together, I think everybody's going to be extremely excited. And the colors will be the same colors uh, as our theme colors for our site. So those colors you see on there, 
um, look forward to seeing those for the pool noodle forest as well, along with many of our other attractions. And the fact that we also geared our coin-operated arcades, and I know a lot of people were thinking, do we have to pay for these? No. Um, well, well, the nice benefit of that is you'll get a grab bag when you check in. There'll be tokens included in each grab bag in there. And the reason why we're limiting on the tokens for the arcades is because since there's going to be more attendees than arcades available, we know some people are going to enjoy it so much they're just going to want to play on it all day and then unfortunately hog it to where not many other people will get to utilize it as much as they would like to. So provide a fair opportunity. Everybody will be limited on their tokens. It's old-fashioned arcade-style machine where you put the coin in and you get to select your game and have fun. Um, there is over 2,281 or 82 games on just one of the arcade machines alone. And then the other arcade machine has over 512 games. And there's still many other games we'll have there. There will also be an uh, air hockey table, a pool table, and a foosball table there as well. We're trying to see about securing a ping pong table, so we'll see how that goes. Um, it's not so much a budget, it's more of just availability on if we can get that secured at, at a affordable rate because of the shipping cost with where it's got to get shipped to. It's going to take some time with the particular one we're looking at in mind. Dang, this sounds like a jam-packed event. I mean, you brought up sock skating rink, a pool noodle forest, arcades with thousands of games, and an air hockey table. I mean, what's not at this event? Um, one thing that I can say that may not be at the event, um, and this is entirely dependent on if people go on our site right now at ageplaying.com and buy their tickets right now, is I am working with a company to try to get an indoor playground custom built to the adult size and make it handicap accessible as well for anybody who has troubles going upstairs. So there'll be some uh, creative ramps uh, with some handrails. The problem with that is to get it, it requires 50% of it down. And the reason why we need people to buy their tickets for that is because this playground will cost about $40,000. Wow. And in order to start the process, they need half that up front. That's $20,000 we have to put. And if we just take out with what we've got now, we're not even there at 20000 yet. I mean, right now we, we've only gotten about to a little over 12000 in just ticket sales, which is not bad to, to what a lot of people would think. We, when I say we need everybody to purchase their tickets, we understand Capcom's coming, uh, coming up close. I mean, we're going to be going to Capcom ourselves. So of all people who understand, trust me, we understand. But what we do ask is saying, hey, don't forget about Indie Dream World. If you think you're going to have fun at Capcom, just imagine all the amount of fun you will have at Indie Dream World this year. And the best way to ensure that that happens is to go and buy your ticket now to maximize the, the, the most enjoyment you can get out of Indie Dream World this year. Because if we get that indoor playground, everybody's going to be absolutely happy. Um, this indoor playground would have a ball pit that is double the size of what last year's was, including the depth. So it would be much deeper and much bigger. So everybody could absolutely just have a heyday and have fun, including a very steep slide as well that you can go ahead and slide down and enjoy yourselves and climb around and enjoy some hanging play elements there as well to punch around or whatever you want to do. It's not a fantasy. It is definitely a reality, but it's highly contingent on if we can get enough ticket sales. So that is the one thing 
that I'm concerned about that may not be at Indy Dream World this year is the adult-sized indoor playground in it, that would be in our playroom, which is unfortunate because that would be the biggest attraction, and that would literally be three times the size of any other attraction we've got. And that says something because our pool noodle forest is 12 feet by 12 feet alone. And then our sock skating rink is 20 feet by 20 feet. Wow. You've like described a very expansive world with, you know, how big of everything is. So let, you know, you, you brought up how this is all really dependent on ticket sales. So let's go over ticket sales. Um, how many tickets are left? And then how much does it cost to go to Indie Dream World? Give, give me the ticket price. And then like, you know, how much does a hotel cost? Because I know a big thing for a lot of people was Capcom buying the ticket was, was you know, a little pricey. But, you know, a lot of people say, say it's going to be worth it. And then, you know, of course, the host hotel, a little pricey. But a lot of people say it's going to be worth it. Indie Dream World sounds like it's going to be expansive. So give me how many tickets are left. How much is a ticket? And generally, how much is it going to cost to get a get a room at the host hotel? Absolutely. Uh, so the tickets available, we currently have uh, at the very minimal, and I'm saying minimal because we really don't have a cap limit on it. The cap limit is 1,200 tickets. Do we see 1,200 people showing up? Absolutely not. It'd be cool because we have that uh, that space where we can hold more than that. We could act, we act, The place is big enough where if we wanted to. The hotel's already told us that we could easily hold about six, 7,000 people in there. That should paint a picture of how big this hotel is and how nice it is. But the ticket price is $180. Um, we do have some particular options. If, and you're going through a hardship, but you really, really want to go and you don't want to miss out on this opportunity, always send a text to our hotline number. It goes directly to me, Nate, being the president. And I can always have a heart-to-heart -heart conversation with you to see what options we can go over to see if there's any way I can help out with whatever situation you guys are going through. And see how we can get you guys to attend because in the end I still have to make sure that we have enough uh, ticket sales to be able to provide this to keep it going for years to come along with making this year very successful but then I also would love to see as many people there to go because I, I don't want anybody to have to miss out on this if they don't have to especially with how great it's going to be this year. There, there's 343 tickets at the very minimal required left to sell. Um, I don't see tickets selling out just because we have it maxed out at 1,200 tickets. So don't feel like tickets are going to sell out. Um, do know that tickets are still being sold. So if you want to secure your um, your spot at getting a uh, room in the hotel, which we highly encourage, and now that minor baby has seen it, they will they they can vouch if you ask them. They they will encourage you to stay there too, just with how nice everything is and how big it is and how beautiful it is. How much does a room go for? A room does go for one eighty nine uh, a night plus seventeen percent tax. We do understand that that is a lot. I also want to advise that we did everything we can to get it at the cheapest rate possible. The total cost for your room is six hundred and sixty three dollars and thirty nine cents for the entire weekend. Uh, some people say that that's more than Capcom. Um, I can tell you that that is not true. I know because I'm having to pay for that. <laughs> mm. um, so the hotel rooms are cheaper than Capcom, and our tickets are cheaper than Capcom. The only downfall, I will say and admit, about Indie Dream World compared to Capcom is Capcom is operating longer than Indie Dream World. And as much as we tried to operate the same amount of length, if not close to the length that Capcom is operating at for this year, there's no way we would have been able to do that and have everybody still afford it because we already knew the 189 plus 17% tax is a lot. If we tried to do that, we were looking at over $250 a night. 
which that's that's crazy. Hey Nate, let me let me ask you this question. So you you've you've described a world um, that is very expansive, um, and it has a ton of stuff, and it's all dependent on ticket sales. This is your second year doing it. Were you able to deliver everything that you brought to the first year Indie Dream World last year? Were you able to deliver everything to that Indie Dream World? And are you confident that you'll be able to deliver everything that you've promised for this Indie Dream World? Yes. So for last year's Indie Dream World, everything that I promised was there. And those same attractions will also be there this year. Uh, Some of those attractions are actually going to be upgraded. So uh, when you... You'll, you'll see them when you get there. You're going to be like, well, that's new. I remember you guys had this one. <laughs> um, we are upgrading some because, again, our theme is three times the size, bigger and better. Um, we did a we, – we were good about maintain, maintaining honesty and transparency, uh, transparency, and that's what we're going to continue to maintain. So last year we did deliver on everything that we offered, and that will be there again this year. But we're also going to have these 10 new attractions, potentially nine if we don't get the playground, uh, on top of that for this year. And the way how we're able to accomplish all this is we're not renting all this stuff. If we had to rent all this stuff, there's no way we could do all this every year. Oh, Just you're building it. Renting is all- we're building it or we're buying it outright commercially at a discounted rate because we are a nonprofit. A big question that I get in regards to Capcom is the vibe at Capcom, which is, you know, is it more age play? Is it more... Is it more promiscuous, snoofing, cuddling, you know, fulsome feeling if you're into that? So I wanted to ask the question of what's the vibe for Indie Dream World? Is it only age play or is there or is there more of a a promiscuous vibe to it? What's the vibe for Indie Dream World? So best way to describe the vibe, because it's not just one focused thing, Um, because if that was the case, I mean, we couldn't call ourselves Indie Dream Road or just be Indie <laughs> um, or Indie Dream um, because we focus on everybody. Uh, obviously, it's age play focus for the main thing um, with all the attractions because we focus heavily on making sure everybody's having a fun time. They live in their childhood days. Uh, but we also have it heavily ta- uh, tailored towards the people who are ABDLs or uh, diaper lovers or adult babies. Um, you don't have to be those. You can just be an age player, which otherwise like a middle or a switch or a mommy or a daddy, whatever. It, we tailor to all of that. So overall, I mean, we're very wholesome and all inclusive. Uh, one thing that a lot of people had informed me of from going to Dreamer last year is going to Capcom, they've noticed there's a lot of clicks there. Otherwise, a circle, a smaller circles there where you got to be in the circle in order to talk with this group or something like that. Like it wasn't like a, you have to be, but it was the vibe that was given off. Of. It's what a lot of people had expressed to me. They said with Indie Dream World, they weren't sure if that was going to be the same case. They were actually worried that that would be. And what they had shared with me is when they first entered Indie Dream World, the first 10 minutes, which should be in the first of a kind last year, a lot of people were nervous and they weren't sure on what to think of it uh, while they're waiting to get checked in. Once they got checked in, everyone told me that all that sense of uh, insecurity and anxiety and weariness went immediately away and they felt safe and at home and felt like they could be their true inner self. And they got along with people. And when I say get along, I don't mean like you tolerate. I mean, like they actually made connections with people that they never thought they would. Um, People that have completely different interests with each other. They were all 
talking together, having fun, just spending time with them. And a lot of people said that I've never done that before. I never would even imagine seeing myself doing that. But here at Indie Dream World, you guys should provide the perfect environment to just bring everybody together. And there is no circles. They said the only thing that we noticed is the social gatherings, those might be, you have to know somebody to get into those, which those are beyond our control. I mean, we don't host the social gatherings, so I can't control that, which is understandable. Um, but being at Indie Dream World and the environment of how it's like in regards to the vibe, it is heavily focused on age play uh, tailored for ABDLs, um, but you don't have to be. There's stuff for middles to do. There's stuff for adults to do. Uh, otherwise, like mommies and daddies uh, and caregivers. It's a little bit of anything and everything. We thought, including people that are not that, like we have a pup playroom for people that are furries and pups. Like oh, we even fun. thought about them included. So it's we wanted to make sure everyone in the kink community is included. We will have a dungeon there. So you, it's not like, oh, you can't be kinky there. No, you can be kinky. If you want to dress kinky there in all the play areas, Technically, you can do that. You just can't be nude in all the play areas. The nudity is not allowed unless you're in the dungeon. That is oh, so you can be nude in the dungeon. That's kind of cool. Um, that's optional. You don't have to be, but you do have that ability to do that if you'd like. Um, okay. Keeping that into mind, we, we are very welcoming. It's a judgment-free zone. A lot of people noticed that, and a lot of people appreciated the hotel staff last year. This year's hotel staff, is obviously it's not the same because it's a different hotel, but they train extensively for this. And I'm personally having training videos created to give them that further exposure on how to handle certain situations. Not that I think those situations will arise. It's my way of overthinking it to make sure that I eliminate that from even being a possibility or a potential chance of that becoming an issue or a thought that comes across their mind these people are extremely non-judgmental they're excited to have us they actually did a voting before they even took us on because they asked their staff if they were comfortable with having this and surprisingly everything and i'm saying surprisingly because it's not me that was surprised it was the hotel that was surprised all the staff members said yes they wanted us not a single person said no and so with that said the entire board is on is on team. They actually want to help out and be inclusive where where need to be. So if someone needs help getting to somewhere, they would love to help out with that. Um, with that and said, they do have their own security that, um, uh, uh, agency that they bring on. And they are very kink aware and kink friendly as well. And I will also be providing that same training material for them too. Um, since there will be alcohol there, the hotel does require for their own safety, and it's not because of the hotel guests or anything, it's just because of liabilities, what it comes down to, in case there's severely drunken behavior. There will be two Indianapolis Metro Police officers outside of the hotel at all times. They will never be inside the hotel, they will always be on the outside, and that's to protect everybody for, uh, from anybody that is not supposed to be at the convention from coming in. Because they will also be checking, making sure that you got your ticket you got your id on you or your your uh, uh your wristband after you've already got checked in they're not there to scare anybody off they're not there to trigger anybody they're there uh, purely and only for your protection but then also because if, if anything happens and someone goes off the deep end getting drunk and then tries to threaten any harm to anybody they're there to handle the situation and de-escalate it and get it resolved without causing uh, a huge scene about it 
if that makes sense. Um, so with taking that into mind, we, with also being a hotel takeover, that also sets in the whole age play vibe and knowing that they get to just forget about the real world, knowing that it's just them, they get to just be themselves and enjoy the huge amount of diverse uh, attractions that we've got. I mean, we've got all sorts of stuff. Not, not one thing is the same thing. It's all different. And that's because we were trying to think of anything and everything we can to include. Right. Last question for you. What piece of advice could you give someone? So let's say they've heard this whole recording and they're like, yeah, I definitely want to go, but it's, it's their first year going. What's one piece of advice you could give them to prepare? One, one piece of advice I'd give them is being nervous is okay, but don't let it turn into a fear that prevents you from going. We understand that this is a very big step for a lot of people. As last year's convention, over 50% of the attendees were people who've never gone to a convention before, and it was their first time. They all loved it, and they're all actually coming back. I can actually vouch for that because they've all either reached out or they've already bought their ticket. So with that said, don't be afraid to take that extra step, no matter how hard it may be. If you're concerned about anxiety, we have a quiet room for that. So then you can decompress and then gain your composure and just get away and enjoy that nice peacefulness to just be able to calm yourself down so you're not so overwhelmed. Um, because in the end, you're going to want to do everything. I'm not saying it's going to be impossible. It's going to be highly unlikely if you're wanting to do all the classes and the attractions in the time that we have in your dream room. And that's okay. Do not beat yourself up for not being able to do everything. Just come on back next year and they will be there along with more likely some other new attractions in the following year. That is okay. That is one thing that a lot of people have shared is they regret not being able to do everything because they didn't have enough time. That is normal and that is okay. We did that on purpose because that is our way of ensuring to you that you're going to have a great time and just get lost in all that fun and enjoyment that you just get carried away and you, you can't get to go do all these things because we don't want you to be bored. We don't want you to be there and be like, okay, I've done it all. Now I'm ready to go home. We want you to be thoroughly enjoying that experience. So then you're not pulled away from your safe space. You're not pulled away out of that little mindset or that big mindset, whatever uh, H play mindset you may have. We do it intentionally to make sure you're, always preoccupied including all those diverse uh, personalities that everybody has we try to be inclusive of everybody um, there's always something that we try to think of that we are worried that we'll leave out um, that's ask anybody they'll tell you that i'm an overthinker so if you're an overthinker too don't beat yourself up over it but don't also let it be the reason why you don't go nice well i'm excited i'm excited for for everyone who's going, it sounds like a very expansive event. It sounds like a very cool event. Uh, I do want to add one other thing real quick before we hop off, if that's okay with you. Sure, what is it? So knowing that Indie Dream World is going to be three times the size, that theme was already planned for and intentional. I already knew that from last year. That's why I, I named the convention Indie Dream World. I wanted it to be as big as the world within the reality of what you can fit into a hotel. So if you've ever been to uh, to Disney or Disney World 
or even Disneyland, you know that they have different um, zones, I guess you could say, where they name them like Tomorrowland and Animal Kingdom. I actually had already anticipated on adopting that concept. So to give you an idea how big this year is going to be, we will have different lands uh, or, or countries is what I call them. And so if you're trying to go to the arcade room, be prepared to see that it'll be labeled as Arcadia. If you're trying to go to the dungeon, be prepared to see that being labeled as Kingston or the pup playroom being labeled as Furry, uh, Furry Land or the nursery being called Kingdom of Toys. If you want to go to the playroom, that'll also be called Playtopia. That quiet room I mentioned for anybody that gets anxiety, that's going to be called Stella Nova. And our bag check-in is called Bagatorium. And our diaper changing room is called Diaperopolis. And our vendor's room will be called Bentholic. We did that because we wanted to thoroughly paint that picture of we are literally a dream world for you guys. I've even taken the extra step of having an app created that will be published on the Android and iOS Apple Store here, hopefully within the next couple months, um, hopefully hoping less. We're waiting on a couple other uh, uh, bugs to get fixed on it. Uh, they're not a bug, but it's just features that I'm not done developing yet. Um, but in this app, you can communicate with everybody through there at the convention. You also can create your own custom agenda or personal agenda from the schedule. And there's a custom interactive map that I have built myself that shows you everywhere uh, of all of the playland, uh, of all the countries, of all the attractions. And you can select which one you want to go to and then select where you currently are and then select navigate. And it will give you step-by-step -step directions on how to get there because of how big this hotel is, you're going to need a map. <laughs> One that's actually going to tell you how to get there. Cause looking at a piece of paper, you're going to be like, I'm lost. <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. There is many easily, many easy ways of getting yourself turned around up the, uh, in there upside down if you're not careful. And so with this map, it makes it so much easier. So, so simpler. Um, I've already shown it to a few people and they are actually very excited. They think it's very smart. And that app will be called Indie Dream World with an exclamation point at the end. Uh, we will be releasing that on our social medias at the time it is available for download. So do follow us on Twitter. Do follow us on Instagram and subscribe to our text list. Uh, our text list, you can reach me, the president, um, specifically at any moment of time. Ask any questions you'd like. But also you receive updates and announcements through there as well. So definitely look forward to that app because that is another way of us offering that thorough engagement and to further that exp uh, that experience of it being a dream world where anything that would pull you out of that space to have to use your adult mindset we did our best to eliminate that for you and make it as simplest and as easy as it can be without too much complexity awesome. but that's 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 that i've got to say about indie dream there's a whole lot more i would love to share with you but uh with that I, I want to leave a little bit of the mystery there by saying get your tickets to Indie Dream World and I really do hope to see you there and get to meet all you guys at our opening ceremony. Very fun. I'm very excited for you. Thank you, Nate. Thank you. I will have more information about Indie Dream World in the show notes. 
All right, kiddos, the next time you hear from me, it will be post-CapCon. If you're there, I'm excited to see you and meet you and snoof you and all the other things that I would love to do with you. And if you're not there, I hope to meet you one day at a future event. All right, kiddos, I am dripping with excitement. I gotta go change. See ya. Bye. Bye.